Uh, what shall we call this segment? <laughs> I was just laughing when I was preparing for it. Uh, I'm still smiling. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're going to call this the crazy woman segment. Okay, we have a couple crazy women to play for you. And I'll leave it up to you if that is a uh, redundant name for the segment. I, I'm not making any said uh, said pronouncement, but first... You've got to hear this one. This poor lady just realized all her mistakes in life. And of course, she realized them online because that's the society in which we live in. Here we go. I just came to the realization why I'm single. Every guy that I'm like, oh, yeah, he's attractive. Okay, this is not supposed to be offensive. But I see their wives and they just look like so like, you know, like, not like this. Just like, you know, like. She's covering herself modestly. I pretend my tattoos are gone. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I look crazy. Like, that's why guys don't want to wife me up. And I just come to this realization today. See? She's drinking in her car. Or maybe it's because all of them see me eat sushi after I get out of the grocery store in my car with my bare fingers and drink sweet tea. I thought these men wanted like you know big strong tough girls I don't know I feel like all of them are like like super girly and all these guys are like yeah that's my girl that's she's like housewife stuff and I'm over here like I own my own business I'm covered in tattoos I'm a little spazzy, but that's okay. We embrace it. But yeah, I I don't think any guy's gonna wife me up because I can't take me seriously. And I just realized that. Damn. <laughs> no, no one's gonna wife you up. <laughs> if you had seen the video too. Um, she, she, she's otherwise not a hideous uh, looking person, but she did, she, she does have, well, she does have a few tattoos bedecking her body. Um, and she has a piercing in her nose. You know, you know, like those rings that you would put on a pig. Got one of those, but she's spicy and we embrace that. It is. It is uh, a good thing. It is always a good thing when people make mis when uh, realize their mistakes because we all make mistakes. We have all made some serious mistakes too. Not even like like we've all made mistakes. Like I I uh, changed lanes without signaling the other day, for example. No, no, no. We've all made serious blunders. Okay, all of us. We have all experienced pain. And shame. What we are lacking in our society right now to help keep people 
in a relatively predictable state to help enforce some basic courtesies of society, what we are lacking is shame. This young lady works out, stays stays fit, uh, owns her own business. She's an independent woman. And she can't figure why no one wants to wife her up. Well, she does look crazy. She does. She's made herself look crazy. And uh, here's the thing. She might be crazy. Because you do... I mean, you have to be insane to walk around in public with ink all over your arms and wherever else. I mean, really. you, you That is an insane proposition for either sex really but especially for a woman especially look i said it for either sex okay i am not for tattoos tattoos are not my thing i somehow survived almost 15 years in the marine corps six of them active duty i i was never even once tempted to get a tattoo i never want Oh, yeah. Oh, what about your unit? What about your fallen buddies? What about your your battalion? What about your your OIF? This or that? No, no. Because I always understood that life very likely was gonna be much grander than some trip to Baghdad, okay, or some unit that I served with, or some uh, medal that I that I was given, or whatever. And furthermore, I don't know why. I I just I just always thought it was kind of it was kind of dumb. Now I, I look at it now more deeply from the from the from the perspective of tradition, and I'm so glad. I am so so glad that I never did. I, I think tattoos here's an unpopular opinion for you. I think the getting a tattoo is a very fast-tracked way to um, to demonic activity. You've got a permanent scar on your body. Uh, oftentimes, demons are looking for a way to get you. Oftentimes, that is in the physical realm. And what do these tattoo artists do all day? What kinds of people come into those tattoo parlors all day? Uh, who else has been tattooed by that same machine? Um, anyway, I'm just think. Look, I, I know it sounds a little whatever. You know, a lot of you out there are like, okay, well, you know, Mike doesn't like tattoos. Get Get over it. Well, this young lady is just now realizing that she is not wife- material she's not wife material because she's got tattoos all over her body and again i say to you this is a good thing generally when people wake up when they wake up from their slumber when they wake up from their prior life from their prior mistakes and they're willing to say hey you know what i messed up uh, final note on this lady. 
I don't, <laughs> I don't generally condone or, or like the idea. I mean, look, I, obviously I use these types of videos for Paratog. So for the purposes of Paratog, I think they're hilarious. Uh, and I'm glad that they exist because they give us fodder to talk about uh, and point things out. I got another crazy woman up next that we'll, that we'll talk about. Uh, but I just don't think it's a good idea for women to go online and make videos of themselves like saying things that are absurd. Uh, even if it's self-deprecating, or in this case, it's a, it's a realization or an epiphany. I don't think she's going to want that epiphany out there. Someday someone is going to wife her up. If she wants to be, get married, I'm certain that someday she will be married. So he just needs to clean up a little bit, buy an entire set of clothing, take the nose ring out of her out of the center of her face maybe even consider tattoo removal and someone's going to wife her up okay when that day comes i don't think she's going to want this out there when she has children i don't think she's going to want this out there in the world notice one last thing She's obviously from a southern state. Common sense is a lot more common in the south. The way she looks, and I know that you can't see the video. This is a this is a voice only medium. But the way she looks, she looks like your standard New York City liberal. And in that case, she would have been much much more affected by radical 17th wave feminism. But you could hear the Southern charm in her voice in this video and the dose of humility that it took for her to say, you know what? I do look insane. I just saw this nice family walk by. The woman was dressed modestly, very girly. And next to standing next to her, I look like a creep. You're not going to see any level of self-awareness coming out of a New York City liberal woman's mouth. This is a level... This took some humility. Again, I don't think she should have done this. I don't think it's going to age well. I don't want her children to watch this video. I think think it's 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 all bad, mostly bad. But it's a useful example of the gentlemanly Southern culture coming out just a little bit and influencing the thinking of, uh, of this young lady. And that sort of proves my point, doesn't it? That we have to have a society of some kind. We have to, we have to pull ourselves together. We have to be like one. We have to hold ourselves accountable, hold each other accountable to some minimum basic standards of conduct. That is actually done. It's not really done in the South, but it is actually done a little bit better in the South than it is in the North. There is 
something more resembling a culture in the South than there is in the North. I am very, very fond of uh, pointing out the fact that in the USSA, we don't really have a culture. We, there's no culture. What is culture? Culture is a common language, common beliefs. Culture is food. Culture is poetry. Culture is music. Culture is architecture. Culture is religion. Culture is dress. Culture is family. Culture is custom. All of those things have been decimated to the extent they ever really existed. What is our culture? Freedom. Apple pie. Netflix. Pornography. I don't even know what the name of the website is. Pornhub? That's our culture. That's not a culture. Those are just uh, those are just things that we like to do, okay? In our in our country, not a culture. All right, so um, there we go. Let's go to crazy woman number two. <laughs> this one is funny because it's the <laughs> she's the opposite of the southern. Uh, Bell, who's self-aware, uh, this one has no self-awareness whatsoever. Tell me why it just took me an entire hour for this, this single bag of items. I'll tell you why. It's because they're essential. And apparently now my Target locks away all essential items. So while you could get like $40 La Roche-Posay or makeup that was sitting out, my $8 body wash was locked away as was my deodorant and my husband's body wash and his razors and like the basic things that I went to Target to get. Behold, the dystopian nightmare that is my Target now. Look at it. And I, like many other former Target lovers, was planning on perusing the fall items, maybe sniffing a candle or two, maybe buying one I didn't need, but I was literally fighting for my life in that store. I was so desperate to get out of there. And then when I finally get to the end, there's a giant line because about one employee left. One lone employee was not opening cabinets and was manning the checkout register. So the self-checkout line is all the way to the back of the store. Tell me. <laughs> she was fighting for her life. Very dramatic drama queen. Um, Try to get out of the Target. Why do they have everything locked up in the Target? It's so mean. Um, Do you want me to tell you why? This is a white liberal, by the way. Uh, white liberal mad at Target for locking up essential items. It took her an hour to get a bag of stuff, and she was fighting for her life, and she wanted to get out. I I don't want to have to be the one to tell her why it took her an hour to check out at Target. I just don't. First of all, you and I know, here on the Crusade Channel, we're not going to Target. We just don't go to Target, Crusaders. Why? Well, because they were the first early on to try to do this trans bathroom crap. I mean, they were way, way ahead of the power curve on on pushing the trans agenda. I mean, no, seriously, they were way out in front, years ahead of most people. Now, um, 
besides all that, besides the fact that we Crusaders are not going to go to Target, um, the fact that she doesn't understand basic economics, she doesn't understand why all of her stuff is locked up. Hmm. Why would Target lock up the stuff? Why would they make it harder for you to get essential items? Essential items. Maybe she needs to subscribe to the Epoch Times, which is the sponsor of this portion of the show. You can subscribe today. You can watch their new docu-film, No Farmers, No Food, Will You Eat the Bugs? Subscribe today through the Crusade Channel for $1 for your first month by going to crusadechannel.com forward slash epoch. If she were to peruse this illustrious channel for even five minutes, or if she were to take her $1 that she would have spent on a useless item at Target and read the Epoch Times for a month, she would probably start to understand why it took her an hour to buy deodorant at Target. I don't want to have to be the one to tell her that it is her fellow scholars. These scholars, they're everywhere. They just, you know, they're, they're, they're roaming the streets right now like, uh, like bandits, these scholars are. And you, you have to be careful because um, they, may, they may try to give you a scholarship if you look like a soft target, these scholars, uh, and and or they may have to they might try to share some of their philosophy with you. They have been developing a very uh, profound and deep uh, uh, set of philosophical principles um, for a while, and they are very keen on sharing those with you. And um, well, they. <laughs> They want to share their philosophy with you, these scholars do, by osmosis. One Part of their philosophy is they don't pay for things anymore. Um, that's, part of, um, that's part of, I don't know, fairness, justice in their minds. And so they will just walk into a Target, these scholars, uh, with trash bags or backpacks or whatever. And they'll just start emptying the shelves of all these essential items. Well, Target is, uh, in the end, uh, despite all their wokeness, uh, despite all their liberal tendencies, despite their board of directors and their ESG and, and all of that garbage, they are nevertheless accountable to the shareholders to at least try to make some money or break even, you know, turn a profit, turn a small profit, Right. It's hard to turn a profit when you, as a business, go to the trouble of locating inventory around the planet, searching high and low for the lowest possible bidder. Oh, good! Uh, you make the uh, you make the deodorant in Malaysia with aluminum. That's the one we want. Please bring that over by the by the. Uh, pallet load okay so you get pallets and pallets shipping containers full of aluminum laden poisoned deodorant made in malaysia uh you you 
wait for it. You purchase it. You wait for it to arrive on the dock in Long Beach, California. You unload the shipping container into semi-trucks. You drive the semi-trucks to distribution centers around the country. From the distribution centers, you then uh, drive new trucks out to the Target stores. Uh, you, you load all of these deodorants onto the shelves, and you pay somebody to load them on the shelves, dress them up, put a new sign, hey, new product here, um, keep them all in alignment, uh, covered and aligned in neat little rows so that everybody sees that, oh, okay, you got the new, you got the new aluminum-laden, heavy metal-derived uh, Asian manufactured deodorant. Cool. Oh, awesome. $2.99. That sounds like a good price in, uh, in this economy. Well, it's hard to make money when you go through all that effort to get that on the shelves, and then the scholars come in. And they just take the deodorant with them. They're just like, oh, that's mine. <laughs> well, that's, that's a recipe for a disaster, really. A financial disaster. Because you have your cash tied up in this inventory. And unless you sell the inventory, you're not releasing that cash to the bottom line. You're not actually making any money. So when someone just steals your inventory, that hurts doubly. That hurts. You're like, why didn't you just, why didn't you, we went through all this effort, paid all these people, these distribution fees, waited all these months, did all this. Why wouldn't you just like rob us in the front of the store? Just, just hold us up and take our cash. That way we wouldn't have been tempted to take that cash and go to Long Beach and get our shipping container and, and 17, you know, 18-wheeler trucks and dis and distribution centers and all that stuff. Why would you do that, scholars? Well, <laughs> because it's a lot easier to just walk into a Target. Or at least it used to be. It used to be easier to just walk into a Target and just take, take what you need. Just take what you need. This white liberal doesn't understand why now her cheap made in Malaysia heavy metals deodorant is locked in a case. It's locked in a case. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a society now where they have to keep the poison locked in a case. Otherwise, the scholar the scholarship class the scholars will be too tempted to just um demonstrate their scholarly philosophy on those items i don't want to live in a country where the deodorant is under lock and key i really don't i want to live in a country where your grocer knows who you are. They know your name. They know your face. Where you come in and you say, Hey, Ted. Hey, Mike. You here for the usual? I sure am, Ted. How's your mom? She's great. How's your wife? Oh, wonderful. Hey, you know, Ted, I forgot my wallet today. Would you believe that? That's all right, Mike. I know you're good for it. Take what you need and uh, we'll true up next time. 
You sure about that, Ted? Yeah, of course. I know. I know you're coming back. Thanks, man. That means the world. I'll see you soon. Yep, all right. I'll see you later today or tomorrow. Be well. Bye now. That's small town America. That still exists. That's a real thing. It happens. That's the kind of country I want to live in. But what is required for that interaction? What is required for an interaction like that to happen? First of all, you have to have some level of trust. You have developed trust between two humans. How do you develop trust between two humans? Takes time. Takes uh, interaction. Takes exposure. Takes good associations. Maybe y'all grew up together. Maybe your parents knew each other. Maybe your grandparents knew each other. I was in a furniture store with one of my customers last week. And this guy named Aaron was telling me how he uses a certain sign company for all of his signs. Uh, you know, signs on his on his uh, wrapped trucks that deliver furniture as well as the whatever signage or lighting that they have out in front of the store, what have you. Said, yep, I've been using them. My dad, when he owned the store, he used them and, tra- and worked with their dad. And my dad's dad, my grandfather, worked with their grandfather. So we've been using that sign company for three generations. I don't have any reason to go anywhere else. Imagine a world where your business is transferred from generation to generation, from father to son. Your trade, your skill, your knowledge. Imagine a world where families become known for the things that they do. Oh, the carpenters. Hmm, I wonder what the carpenters do. Let me guess, they're lawyers. No, they're carpenters! That's why that became a surname. 